0: Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday. Um, And small towns, uh, do they have the resources they really need? Uh, We've we've got uh, babies being born in ambulances instead of, you know, hospitals. Not a good look. Uh, Facebook, Um, also not a good look. Uh, And I think uh, Kate Hawksby wants to close the book on Facebook. Uh, We've got a false teeth... Uh, account for you in the wake of people not getting the proper dental care that they should and why do people like $5 pizzas so much that's what Marcus wants to know at the end of the pod but at the beginning of the pod, Grant Robertson, it's going to be his week of course budget, well-being budget
1: Do you have confidence in the speaker? I do, yep,
2: I think Trevor does a good job in this building and I think He's the person who made sure that we, as a as a parliament, looked into these issues, and so he deserves congratulations for the fact that he he initiated this inquiry, and that you know parliament, like every workplace in New Zealand, needs to front up and face up to the any issues that are going on there. So, you know, he, Trevor does a good job overall in the parliament, and and you know this is an issue we've now all got to. deal with.
1: Grant, I I have to say, I find it remarkable that you answered yes uh, to confidence in the Speaker, given the fact that he has accused someone essentially of something they haven't done.
2: Well, as I say, I'm just not going to comment on that. Neither you nor I are privy to whatever information Trevor might have. And whether, you know, whether the words he used are the ones that others would use, I don't know. I just literally, don't have that kind of information. You asked me if I had confidence in him as Speaker. I do have confidence in him as the Speaker. Um, These issues are ones that I don't have any kind of information to judge, make a judgment on.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a bit of a bummer for Grant Robertson there. Probably thought he was coming on to talk about his awesome budget and ends up having to talk about how unawesome Trevor Mallard is. It's uh, Heather there, getting stuck into him on that. Um, Now, uh, Kerry McIver getting stuck into the issue of uh, babies being born in ambulances, not
3: hospitals. You have the good folk of Lumsden who want a maternity birthing unit. In the smaller places, houses may be cheap, you have a strong close-knit community, you might not have to lock your doors at night, remember those days? But the downside is you simply do not have the geographical location or the population to support the kind of infrastructure that you get in Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch, Dunedin, Hamilton, and the like. Can a town of 405, give or take, reasonably expect a fully funded maternity hospital? It didn't even come down to the DHB in the end. They couldn't find a midwife who was willing to settle and live there. I guess if Lumsden wanted to have a midwife, it's up to them to then try and attract one, go worldwide come up with a package from the town itself to make it an attractive proposition. Um, We heard last week when we were talking about the funding for St John, a woman whose parents had fundraised tirelessly along with other members of the community for an ambulance of their own. They didn't go cap in hand to the DHB, they made it happen themselves. So to a certain extent, it seems a bit rich to decamp from major metropolitan areas to greener fields or to grow up in these small towns and see them get smaller and smaller over time, and expect the same level of infrastructure that you'd get in smoggy, overcrowded, heartless cities. Should you, if you decide to live in a smaller town or to stay in a smaller town, and by small I mean small, you know we're talking a couple of hundred people, should you have to accept that there's going to have to be a certain level of self-sufficiency as a community, if you choose to live in villages.
0: When I first heard the story, I've got to admit, I thought there are worse places you could have a baby than in an ambulance. I mean, you've got medical professionals. um, You can lie down. It's not the back seat of your car. It's not a bus or a train. You know what I'm saying? At least they have the ambulance. Babies, you know, I mean... Don't have them. That'd be my suggestion. Uh, Should we not have Facebook either?
1: YouTube removed it, but not Facebook. They're leaving it there. Why? Because they don't care. Oh, they know it's fake. They've acknowledged that, but they still don't care. It's been viewed more than two and a half million times, which probably gives you a clue as to why they're leaving it up. Facebook defended its decision by saying it's up to people to make up their own minds. Well, that's all well and good. But don't you have a responsibility to provide accurate information, or at least show intent to? And how then do we view Facebook? Is it a news publisher or a social media cesspit where anything goes? And what about the people who can't tell the difference? One of the commenters under the fake drunk Pelosi post said, why is she not arrested for being drunk while conducting federal business as a federal employee? (sighs) So not everyone gets it. A chunk of people will believe it's real. And if you're allowing that misinformation to circulate, knowing it's false and misrepresenting someone, then are you being responsible? I think there's good argument these days that the responsibility ship sailed long ago for Facebook. Really, the only mugs are us. For belonging. For giving them clicks. For sharing their crap. For commenting. For giving it credence. Fake videos altering reality are not new but they're usually unkind and unfair to the target and there's always going to be a bunch of people who believe it's real so can we really blame facebook for that or are we to blame for giving facebook any sort of credit in the first place
0: okay there's a few things that confuse me about the drunk nancy pelosi fake drunk nancy video um one she talks weirdly all the time that's not fake so why didn't people just put up real videos of her sounding drunk, because... Uh, two, isn't she a Democrat? I thought Facebook was supposed to be a puppet of the left, and you know, it's all about the left-wing propaganda and blah-de-blah-de-blah. And three, I don't have a third point, but if I think of one, I'll come back to it. Uh, see, that's the, th- that's the trouble. I'm, I'm all about the clickbait. Uh, only surface level with my stories. Um, Now, uh, we've been talking about dental care over the past week or so, because some people want everybody to get it for free, and now it turns out kids aren't even going to their free checkups. Uh, Here's a bloke who it all went wrong for, because he's got false teeth.
4: When I dropped a few kilos due to illness, (laughs) the dentures were falling all about the floor. (laughs) <laughs> but I've managed to I've managed to recover that now, and the dentures fit perfectly. I had to get a bit of bit of stuff to see the dentures relined.
5: Okay. But Anyway, anyway do you, hey, well, I, hold I on, no, Ian, I'm vastly interested in all of this. Do you use a little I bit think of glue? I've saved quite
4: you, a few, Bob Andrew.
5: I, I don't know. Do you spend? Do you use a bit of glue to stick them in, or what?
4: I did. I did have to at one point when I was crook. Wow. When I was so, when I was in hospital. So are you I, saying I, if you're I, a bit yes, Aaron, I did.
5: if if you're a bit crook and then you know you lose a bit of weight. Does your mouth change shape and so your dentures yes. fall out?
4: Yes it will. Who knew? Yeah, and you have an ulcer in the, the roof of your mouth? Oh. But when you because there's actually no appetite either when you're feeling that bad. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's what I did, but I, I, I'm far better, I recovered and recuperated now. And so, so here's another thing. That. Here's, here's another
5: denture. thing. The, I'm vastly interesting, as you can tell. The
4: denture plates perfectly
5: now, Andrew. Good man. You know how you know how you never people with worry, you, never, you never have to worry about going to a I know you've explained that perfectly. You know how when uh, people have a false leg and they get sort of you know um, they get a whole lot of blisters on their stump. Do you get the same thing on your gums? No. Right. Never had it happen to me Do you ever just take your teeth out just to freak out young children? No Oh, you're missing, you're missing a chance I, Because,
4: because I, I think I freak out children anyway, anyhow, with my looks <laughs> never, need to, need to, never need to worry about the dentist mm. or the dentures
5: uh, Get a set of dentures, Andrew Mate, I'm in but you know what? You'll never have to worry about no. it. No, and I'm going to live such a happy life scaring children by uh, by pulling them out that I'm going to laugh so much Absolutely. and the fact that the dentures are going to fall on the floor as well.
3: Yeah, I
0: just don't know if it's proper hygiene um, having your teeth on the floor and then putting them back in your mouth again on a regular basis. I don't think that's to be encouraged. Uh, I don't think Marcus thinks that ordering $5 pizzas is to be encouraged either.
6: Do you really think that Domino's are saying that they've put in a machine to check the pizza toppings because there's been demand, and do you really think it would be connected to anything? I'd put this as WWG, world's worst gimmick. All you want for a $5 pizza is the cheese and the bit of bread, and something that's slightly filling for your student flat, or your radio ratings party. We have them all the time. I see the carnage from it, just old pizzas everywhere. And if you were going to get a takeaway pizza, If it was a payoff between price, value for money and taste, would you go with Domino's? Because I've always thought it was kind of like, it was just like for students. No one in their right mind would go anywhere near it. I've had one once. I was staggered by how cheap it was, staggered by how moorish it was, and also staggered how dangerous the whole thing was. I see already when students go to university they put on four kilograms. It's not surprising. Half of that would be five-dollar pizzas.
0: I can't tell if he's for them or against them after listening to that. I mean, oh, I'm for obviously. Pizza's my religion. It's a big part of it anyway. It's a it's a it's a mostly sort of bourbon and pizza-based religion. It's it's kind of niche, but you know I think it's just as valid as anybody else's. I am Glen ZB. Uh, that has been News Talks Have Been. Random finish? Would you say that was a random? It usually is. Uh, sometimes it has a random start too. Let's find out if it does tomorrow. We're going to see you back here again.